0: Tuned
1: into season four of the Lunch Break Podcast, where business pros go to share their stories on their lunch breaks. And now, your host,
0: Mason. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Mason, the co host of the Lunch Break Podcast. I have a special guest. Uh, Amanda Mullen. She grew up in the Staten Island area. Currently, she lives in a Long Island area, and she's in the journalism industry. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Uh, welcome, Amanda. How are you doing today?
1: Hi. Uh, doing well. Excited to be here.
0: Awesome. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. And you know, one of the things that brings you on the show is um, you know you and I connected through Upwork. And the article that I have on, on my LinkedIn about um balancing personal and professional, you wrote,
1: yes, and you absolutely. did
0: a you did an amazing job, so just curious what got you into writing and journalism
1: um so I've always been a big reader, and I feel like a lot of readers just automatically kind of go toward writing as a career choice. um We just love words so I uh, majored in English literature in college and from there I thought I wanted to go into publishing and kind of fell face first into journalism instead by writing for the paper and then internships and stuff and uh, eventually just started freelancing online and I edit and write full time so I feel like I'm just constantly writing and editing at this
0: (laughs) (laughs) point. Yeah. What kind uh, of internships did you do?
1: I did one that was for a publishing house, but it was more on the blogging side of things and social media. And then uh, one was for a newspaper that covered local news, which was fun. You get to get to know people in the community and kind of cover their stories.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so there's like a semi-stereotype, right? They say, oh, most people who are introverts read a lot. Would you consider yourself an introvert? Yes. (laughs)
1: I feel like only recently I have started to struggle with the social distancing thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I, uh, prior to this, used to work in admin for a little while and answering phones all day was so exhausting because I think I'm more naturally introverted. I like to just sit down and do my work and talk to people occasionally, but definitely not all day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when I was younger, I didn't like to read at all. That's the last thing I wanted to do. I was more of an outdoors person and social and sports and everything. But now that, because I, I turned I turn 28 in like six months. But,
1: Happy early birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. And like, it's one of those things where like I um, have gotten into reading now. Like I listen to podcasts and then right now I'm reading this psychology book. And um, the next book I'm going to read is going to be a law book. So now I'm getting into writing. I mean, I'm reading. And um, when I was younger, poetry, I've been writing poetry since I was 12. So that's a different type of writing. Right. Um, But reading, I wasn't into reading. So have you been into reading since a kid or did that start more like high school?
1: Uh, A little bit of both. I feel like I was into it when I was... A kid, kid, like Chronicles of Narnia and like middle grade books. I would read, and then I yeah. kind of fell off the wagon in high school because you know you're more interested in like dating and going out and making friends. And right. in college, I kind of came back to it. But I mean, I've been a reader on and off my whole life.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, when you went to college, what was your ma- What did you? What was your first like? I'm going to major in this first.
1: i actually majored in psychology for like half of college i actually have a psych degree because i took so many credits i was like might as well just finish it but then (laughs) english halfway through
0: okay okay um so you went to college for psychology and do you feel so do you feel like psychology plays a role in the jobs you want to do or even like your writing style
1: I think so. I think I'm interested in the human mind and how it works. It's just somewhere along the line, I realized that like, I do not want the responsibility of dealing with other people's minds. And you know, (laughs) (laughs) like, I don't want to be responsible for someone in crisis, because it's just, that's overwhelming for me. And it takes a very special person to do that. And I don't know if that's my skill set. But I think that Writing and reading in its own way kind of explores the human experience and the human mind. So that's probably why I was drawn to psychology in the first place.
0: Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so that's cool. And like, you know, one of the things like when it comes to your, oh, you, how long have you been on Upwork? Just curious. Uh,
1: not very long. I joined okay. about a year ago, but I only really started writing on it regularly, maybe two months ago, three months ago.
0: Okay. And how did you hear about Upwork?
1: Um, I've heard about it from a lot of people, and you hear good and bad things. Some freelancers swear by it, and some of them just absolutely, you know, will not go on it or near it. So yeah. I feel like I've been hearing about it for a long time. I don't even know where I could pinpoint, like, the first time I heard about it.
0: <laughs> I think the first time I heard about it was probably, I think it was late, 2018, early 2019. Um, and I was working for a startup and they used it. And that's why I found out about it. It's because it was what, you know, they used. And then when I made the decision, like once time, you know, on the lunch break podcast and I'm like, oh, let me check out Upwork again and see what's on there. Um, and then that's how you and I got connected. And... For me, on the back end, on the client side, like me as a client looking for a freelancer, uh, for me, one of the reasons why I chose you to write the article was because I could tell like you were sincere and then it's not as if you, like I could tell some people just copy and pasted like a long response. I'm like, why are you copy and pasting this eight paragraphs and I don't want to read all that and I could tell like it's not organic and you were very um organic so what what is your experience on the freelancer side when you get bids or someone invites you to something or um when you're like okay I'm going to take this project or that project or bid for that project or that project
1: um I agree I think that being authentic plays a big role on both ends because I feel like sometimes you'll come across postings as a freelancer that really don't give any information about the project or the person who is giving you the project. And it's hard to even put together a cover letter for that because what do you say, like, hey, I'm great at writing. I have no idea what you want, no idea if it's my skill set. So I agree. I think that kind of sharing a little bit about yourself and you know the company that I would be writing for is very helpful. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just also people who come off as human on behind, from behind the computer screen because you don't want to work for a robot, you know? I like getting feedback. Like, when we were working on our project, we were both uh, going back and forth, talking about what we wanted out of it and how we could improve it, and I think that that really helps also in delivering a final project.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so, like, I like that you said that because, like, for me... I wanted to make the project as clear and simple as possible like mm-hmm. if someone was reading it I wanted to be like okay it's clear what I want and then like I'm just a verbal communicator like I like to be able to like yes you can read what I want but it's sometimes checking in oh let's just 5-10 minute conversation um, so you were very open And we were able to collaborate and we created something awesome. So definitely appreciate that. Um, And so with like everything happening in the world with the pandemic and things of that nature, uh, maybe more and more people are starting side hustles. Maybe more and more people are becoming freelancers. Even myself, um, somebody asked me, to do like um, some LinkedIn copywriting for them. And I'm considering doing, I'm saying, oh, maybe I should get on Upwork and be a freelancer for me and do that as a side thing. But I haven't decided yet. Um, Worth a try. (laughs) Do you think more and more people are going to start businesses or side hustles or become freelancers with everything that's happening?
1: I could see it happening. I feel like um, back when we had the recession after, 9-11 9-11 everything kind of went toward online business and that's kind of when the gig economy at least when i started noticing that everybody was online trying to make money i feel like it's increased since then so um i could definitely see that happening i mean i personally know that i've really increased my freelancing over the past couple months just because everything's uncertain you don't really know if you could be laid off tomorrow i mean i i Live with my boyfriend. He's not working right now. So it's just a good way to have some security in all of this uncertainty.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of uncertainty because, like, I checked, I think it was either yesterday or the day before. Um, so either Tuesday or Wednesday. And I checked, like, the unemployment, um, how many people are unemployed in the US. And I think it's close to 33 million.
1: Oh, God, that's terrible.
0: 33 million people are unemployed. And I'm like, wow, that's a lot because, like, true, a lot of people are getting jobs, but then a lot of people are losing their jobs at the same time.
1: Yeah.
0: And even though maybe jobs are being fulfilled, you know, but then also a lot of people are losing their jobs. And then I also saw some statistics where it was like, I think it was 26,000 restaurants have closed in the U.S. since March.
1: my God. 26,000
0: retail stores closed since March. So So a lot of companies are closing. Yeah, a lot of companies are closing down. And it's difficult for those in the job market to say, okay, I'm going to apply for that job. Because it's like, not only are you going to apply somewhere, but there's other people you the competition is going to be a lot. Yeah, and then I
1: mean you also have to think about so many people are putting safety and health first, so you might not want to apply to a job that you feel you're being put at risk. I mean, for some people it's not a problem, but some people have health issues that they can't do that, so I feel like they might go the route of working from home and trying to stay as safe as possible at this point. Um and then also with freelance writing and editing, it's like There's really no loss. I mean, certain businesses, you have to spend money to start up, which would be an issue for many people in this time, myself included. But just joining something like Upwork or making a website and starting to put your services out there, I feel like is an easy way to try to make money without really spending a lot of money and risking it, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Even for me, like, I'll be transparent. Like, technically, right now, I'm unemployed. And I'm mm-hmm. on unemployment. I get an allowance for being the host of the podcast, but I just use that money to invest back into the podcast, whether right. it's you know using it through Upwork or whatever. Um, that way, I can legally say I'm not employed and you know collect unemployment and not you know mess with that. Yeah. Um, and you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay. I wanna be busy and preoccupied. Cause even if I wasn't hosting a podcast, I would be doing something that's just right. in my nature. So that when people are interviewing, like oh let's say I start interviewing places. And to your point, I don't feel comfortable. There's a lot of jobs that I just wouldn't accept for safety reasons.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know? I
0: do So I would prefer a remote. That, but... I would I would I would prefer a remote position or I am considering getting into construction but even then mm-hmm. it all depends. So yeah. um, to your point, like people are probably very picky, especially if, you know, they got kids or this or that, you just never know.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean you could have family members that you're the caretaker for or anything like that, so it's rough. And yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. but you know, With you, you're using, like, writing is something that you can do from home. Right. And the type of projects that you will take on, like, is there a project you can share? Like, I know we had our project, but is there a freelance project that you can share? Like, you are confident, like, these are the type of projects that you're going to take, and it's beneficial that you're doing it to, and can work from home? Uh, you mean, sorry, so you
1: want a project that it was specifically beneficial, I'd work from home for that project, or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, not really in specific. I feel like, you know, I've been working from home for most of the pandemic, so most of my projects have just been from home. Um, I can't really think of one that benefits specifically from it. Sorry. <laughs>
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's definitely beneficial that the industry journalism can be made remote.
1: Yeah, and I feel like most industries that can be remote should. I mean, obviously, not everyone can work remotely, and you know, it's a privilege to say that you can do what you do for a living from home during these times. But um, I think that everybody who can kind of is leaning towards the safer route at this point
0: yeah. yeah now here's the question i ask everyone that come on the show yep. um you know business as personal has been a theme for season four and um you know there's a quote that some people may say from time to time they say oh you know it's just business
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i have uh, opposite which business is personal, and it's a hashtag that is starting to become somewhat, yeah, some traction on LinkedIn, not because of me, because there's other people using it. But what does that mean to you? When you hear business is personal, what does that mean to you?
1: Um, I feel like there's two angles you could take that from. Uh, to start, I feel like entrepreneurial types who kind of push to do a certain type of work, um, that's kind of part of your personality and your identity To a certain extent actually i feel like a lot of us have to work to separate the two so that we're not constantly just working and thinking about work but i know for me like i was saying writing and reading is such a passion that obviously it's going to be personal because that's just you know what i do it's part of who i am um and then on the other hand i feel like business has to be personal because we all work with people even if you're an introvert and you have a job that isn't with people all day long, you still have to collaborate and you still have to make it work with your coworkers or your clients, whoever you uh, get the job done with, you know? So (laughs) it has to be personal to a certain extent because we're all people at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. I like how you said the word identity. You know, like whatever we do, whether it's hosting a podcast or journalism or sales, marketing, if the person is a CEO or hairdresser, don't matter, um, it's part of our identity. Right. Um, and even if, no matter who we're around, like we, we have to be ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. um, like even in your writing, there's your own personal writing style. You know, you might even add humor or this. If someone, Is like, even for me, like with being on a podcast and hosting, to me, it's personal because like, like you said, I'm dealing with a person you're, you're, even though it's digital, it's virtual, um, I care about what you have to say, you know? Thank you. (laughs) Um, so I, I definitely, I totally agree. I think identity was a, a good word to use to describe like how it's
1: personal. Thanks, yeah. I feel like it kind of hits the nail on the head because like you said, even if you're not necessarily pursuing something that you've done for a long time or you know love necessarily, it's still part of who you are. It's part of what you do every single day. So you can't really fully remove that.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for being on the show. Uh, What I usually do is give a 60 second uh, recap. So, you know, if there's people out there working full time or perhaps um, they're on unemployment right now, now could be a good time to freelance. Um, Upwork is a good platform, there's other platforms out there. Um, but, you know, Amanda mentioned earlier when we had a re- recession before, the gig economy went up. Um, and then, we all have our own identity. Um, part of being an entrepreneur or, or career person, no matter uh, where we're at in our uh, professional journeys, uh, maintaining our own identity is key. So, again, Amanda, thank you so much for
1: being thank on you show. for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Lunch Break Podcast. a rating share on social media and make sure you come back for more episodes on season four of the lunch break podcast where business is personal